0: Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Katherine Palosso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, way you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome to tuning in the podcast all about designing your ultimate intuitive lifestyle. I have a juicy episode for you today so I'm going to dive right in right off the bat but first I want to a little disclaimer, because what I'm going to share with you is a process and a personal protocol that was designed for me in conjunction with what I learned and what I learned from my health practitioners. So I'm going to teach you today exactly how I beat my burnout and what I did And I'm going to go into what burnout is all about, what it looks like, how to know the signs, how to avoid burnout as well. But I do not want you to take this as medical advice or personal recommendation because this was my personal journey. And I highly recommend that if you are feeling any of these symptoms or if you you know, resonate with what I'm sharing today, I highly, highly suggest that you seek a practitioner's support before attempting any of these things. Because sometimes, you know, if we try things out on our own, we might mess things up even more so. So burnout is a serious thing, and it involves hormones, and it's very, very sensitive. So The purpose of this episode is really just to help you recognize what burnout is, how to avoid it and know that it's actually possible to reverse it. Okay, so burnout is no joke, honestly. It's not fun. And if you've ever experienced it or if you know what it's like to feel burnt out, you know that you almost feel completely defeated. And when I look back at the time that I was quote unquote, burnt out, I honestly had no idea what was happening to me. And I knew that like it couldn't be normal for a 20 something year old to be this Exhausted, like physically, mentally. I was literally taking naps in my car in the afternoon because I was so tired and from doing nothing. Like I wasn't even doing anything at this point. And I look back at that time of my life and comparing it to where I'm at now, and it blows my freaking mind how much I can accomplish in a day and how much I can take on and how much energy I have, how much mental capacity and motivation and drive I have. And how clear my body communicates and responds to whatever support I provide to it. So even when things do get a little bit wonky, I can notice it, recognize it, and put something into action and provide myself with support, and it actually responds. My body can handle it. So it's pretty amazing to just compare the two, right? And let's let's just talk about burnout first of all. Like what even is burnout? And sometimes we confuse this with stress, and it's so much more than feeling stress. So burnout is actually a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion that's caused by excessive and prolonged stress, so i.e. chronic stress. And this occurs when you're feeling overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and physically taxed. So burnout happens when our body is so overloaded by stress, that chronic stress that we experience, that it inevitably just shuts down. It just stops working altogether. Systems just stop working the way they need to be. And it's when our body has decided that it can no longer keep up with that chronic stress that we're experiencing. And the messaging centers of our nervous system just cannot function Properly or effectively anymore. So, the hormones that we are meant to be producing are not being produced or they're not, you know, releasing properly. And then what happens is certain areas of the brain are not being signaled accordingly. So, they're not getting the messages from the hormones because the hormones are not creating signals. It's just not happening. So, what happens when we are burnt out, things just stop to function optimally, like digestion, our immune function, um, you know, our reproductive system and the hormones that are involved with that. All of those types of areas just do not function the way they're supposed to, and we end up feeling like garbage. We just, obviously, if things aren't working properly, we're not feeling our optimal selves. So symptoms that you can experience from burnout, like what do you look out for? What does it mean to feel burnt out? Here's a list of things that I experienced over the course of two years when I realized that I was quote unquote, burnt out. So I had low thyroid function. This was um, told to me from my naturopath and I was deemed hypothyroid. I had adrenal fatigue, cortisol malfunction. I was exhausted. I had digestive upset. So there was nausea, pain, irritable bowel syndrome. I had brain fog, poor concentration. I literally could not formulate sentences. I'm telling you, I did not understand why, but I could not speak the thoughts that were in my brain. I couldn't bring them out of my head. I had difficulty sleeping through the night. I had um, depression, anxiety. I was getting chest pains and anxiety attacks on the regular. My hair was falling out. I actually, this is very common for thyroid. My eyebrows, like I didn't have any eyebrows at the beginning and end of my eyes. (laughs) I was like, what is going on? I had night sweats. Awful. If you know what those feel like, they are not fun. I was having cold extremities. So my hands and my feet were always cold. And sometimes if they got cold enough, they weren't able to warm up. Like they would go numb and I couldn't feel my fingers. I would have irregular periods as well. So I would actually spot (laughs) for a week before my period. So it was like I was bleeding for 2 weeks and not not fun. I had low blood pressure, I was getting migraines, I had acne. Like I was the hot mess express, guys. <laughs> hot mess express. It was not fun. But as an outsider looking in and I know my friends and family like at the time it looked like I had my shit together. I was fit, looking you know, I, from the outside, um, I was working what I thought was my dream job at the time as a wine sales rep. Like, I was like, woo, this is amazing. It's so great. I was dating the love of my life. We were saving to buy a house and start a life together. Like I looked like I had it all together, and everything was great and grand. But I was also working out every day. I was counting my calories and macros like a crazy person. And I was actually extremely stressed in what I thought was my dream job. And there was a lot of pressure there to sell, and because it was mostly commission and things like that. So I was just tired and I literally had no energy. More, (laughs) It, it goes on. So I was allowing myself cheat meals and giving myself that once a week. And I would eat anything. And for a while, it actually did work. You know, it seemed like it worked, but. It didn't. (laughs) And I started to feel so tired and I couldn't do my workouts anymore. And then I was like having cheat meals. They turned into cheat days. And I felt like all I was doing was counting calories and macros and prepping my, my meals and portioning everything out. And it was just so consuming and I felt deprived. And I started gaining weight And I didn't understand why, because I felt like I was doing everything properly. And I started to feel down and I got really hard on myself and my vibe was just like bottomed out. And throughout all of that, I started experiencing all those symptoms that I mentioned. And I was like, how is this not working? I'm doing everything right and I'm experiencing all of these feelings. And I was so stressed. And you know what it was actually that broke the camel's back? It was, you know, having all these symptoms and white knuckling through it, but it was really the night sweats that could, I couldn't do it anymore. like, that was it for me. I don't know if you've experienced them, like I said, but it was just so awful. And I know menopausal women out there, shout out to my ladies. <laughs> I know you experienced those as our hormones are changing and fluctuating. And I just sympathize because Waking up, soaking wet in the middle of the night, several times, cold, you know, having to change your sheets, having to grab a towel, like, oh my god, I'm having PTSD just thinking about it. It was so awful and not being able to control it and having a temperature that was just so out of whack. Like I couldn't handle it anymore. So I went to my naturopath and she sent me for some blood work and we discovered that I had low thyroid function. Now, this was just the beginning of figuring out that I had burnout because it was the thyroid that, clued me into what was going on in my body. So we did some testing and not just the regular TSH, the thyroid stimulating hormone that you can get from your medical doctor in like a regular blood work analysis. My TSH actually wasn't high. And when TSH is high, that is when they start to say that you have thyroid issues. My TSH was low. It was actually really low in the lower range. And we also tested my T3 and my T4. So my t3 was low and that meant without getting too sciency into it all what that meant was that my t4 wasn't converting into active t3 and that was what was resulting in a lot of these symptoms my thyroid was not functioning at all like it had just kind of stopped producing (laughs) the proper amount of hormone and now I just wanna say before all of this, I recently had blood work done through my medical doctor and because my TSH wasn't high, it was deemed quote unquote normal. And I see so many of my clients that have the same issue. Like it's absolutely crazy. So typically if you have high TSH, then this means that your body is producing more of it to keep up. It means that you have low thyroid function and your body is compensating for it. That's why it's a marker in the first place. However, what happens so often, and I see this all the time in my practice, is that our body has been trying so hard to compensate until it can't do it anymore. It just does not produce what it needs to, so it stops. And then you have low TSH and low T3 or T4. And I hate this because I I don't wanna bash the medical system ever but it's not supporting people in the way that they need because the additional testing for thyroid hormones it's not included as necessary by the public health so people are not getting the help they require in order to heal and they are told that they're crazy you know i was told that i was just tired or um go on birth control that'll help with your night sweats right it'll regulate your cycle like wth You know, I could actually do a whole other episode on thyroid function right now, but I really just want to show you that burnout is when our body quits and that involves the thyroid functioning as well. It's no longer chronic stress. It's burnout. It's much more difficult to actually get your body systems functioning optimally again. So. With that and understanding how things just will stop working when we are under that much stress, I want to share with you what I did to help reverse my burnout because I want you to see how complex it is and how serious we should be taking it. This is not just, you know, I'm stressed out, I can't handle it, you know, we are all under a lot of stress. It is that day and age, and I could talk about it forever about how we need to manage our stress, deal with our stress, you know, practice stress-releasing activities. Um, But really, when it comes to burnout, it's a process. (laughs) It's not just implementing a few tactics here and there to release some stress. It, It took me like about a year to really start to see the reverse of the burnout and actually get my thyroid functioning more optimally. Again, that was a big part of it for me. So here's what I did. There are seven key strategies, habits, practices, whatever you wanna call them, and they had to become my non-negotiables. I had to stick to it. I had to practice it every single day, make it part of my lifestyle, And I'm telling you, it worked. So let's dive in to these seven strategies. Number one, I had to stop working out. (laughs) I absolutely stopped all forms of physical exercise for three months. All I did was walk. And where I was at, even, like simple body weight exercises would put my nervous system into overdrive and I couldn't handle it. So even though some people might be able to handle that where I was at in this stage of burnout, my body could not handle just a simple, you know, like doing plank, even it would just drive me through the roof. So I had to completely stop exercising for three full months. And then eventually as I started to, continue my healing protocol, I added in some yin yoga, some stretching, and I eased my way back into something that felt a little bit more balanced for me because I do like to move my body, but I'm telling you, I have not done a hit exercise, like high intensity interval training. <laughs> Haven't done one since. And I'm not saying this is for everyone, you know, you might be able to heal from burnout and go back into more intense exercises, but this is just not for me. My body does so much better with yoga, Pilates, like walking the occasional run if it's that time of the month where I am much more energized during my ovulatory phase because I follow my cycle and I'm synced. (laughs) We can talk more about that too. But that is the first thing that I had to do. So I had to stop working out completely. Very difficult for somebody who was working out six to seven times a week or hours at a time. Number two, I completely stopped counting calories and restricting my food. And this seems like a no brainer, but when I thought that that was how to balance your calories and balance everything, this was difficult, you know, although it was very welcomed because. <laughs> It was taking over my life and I was like, "Okay, I'm done with that. That's totally fine. The only thing that I avoided were foods that didn't make me feel good. So I know that dairy does not sit well with me. So I was like, I'm going to avoid that for the sake that I want to feel as best as I possibly can. And I want to avoid those inflammatory foods that aren't going to make me feel good so i'm not going to you know restrict myself but i'm going to stay away from anything that is not serving me so that was number two number three i rested a lot like a lot (laughs) i had to sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep and this isn't always easy right we have busy lives we have responsibilities we have children we have jobs we have things that we need to do so sleeping is You know, sometimes it takes the back burner, but if you really want to heal your body, sleep is up there in like the top three things that you need to do. So I prioritized my sleep. I actually started having naps in the day. Like I was trying not to nap, (laughs) but it was my body telling me like, you need more sleep. You need to regenerate your cells. You need to you know refresh. So I was going to bed early. I was actually... I took some time off from my job and I just rested more than I think that I actually needed and just really took that time to recuperate. So number three, rest, rest, rest. Number four, I focused on improving my digestion. And this was new for me at the time. So I was working alongside my naturopath who really helped support me through this and then becoming a holistic nutritionist, I dove even deeper into all of the things that we can do to help support digestion. And I continue to do that every day. But a few key things that I took from improving my digestion were taking my time, when I was eating, so I really prioritized my meals. I sat down instead of eating, standing at the counter or eating in my car while I'm driving to sales calls. um, I really took the time to sit down and be mindful with my food and chew my food really well. I also started taking a digestive enzyme to just provide my body with the extra enzymes to break things down a little bit better. Since I was so burnt out and my body was not producing and releasing the proper digestive juices and enzymes needed to break down and assimilate my food properly. I also started to just be more mindful and present and really enjoy my food. Previously, it was like, here are all my macros. Here's the food. It was boring. I was sick of it. You know, counting calories really took the joy out of eating for me. So this created a new space for me to find foods that I really love despite the calories, despite you know the macros. And when I say macros, I'm not sure <laughs> if everybody knows what I mean by that, but protein, fats, and carbohydrates. Those are kind of the three that you keep in balance when you're counting your macros and blah, blah, blah. We don't need to know that. <laughs> but I really made a commitment to finding foods that I love eating and really finding that joy when I sit down and eat my food. So that was number four, focusing on improving my digestion. Number five, I supplemented a lot. So when we are burnt out and our body is going through so much stress, we actually use up a lot of our nutrient stores and our body, because we're not digesting properly, aren't really taking in the proper nutrients. So when we are trying to come out of a really high stress space, it's very important to supplement with nutrients, uh, with vitamins and minerals, um, sometimes with like extra proteins and fats and carbohydrates as well. We need to eat a little bit more. We need to supplement a little bit more because we are so depleted. So a couple of things that were really big for me to really help actually with the stress itself were uh, B vitamins. So all B vitamins, I did a B complex for a really long time. They are big horse pills. I'm telling you, they are not fun. B B vitamin complex is like, a really big supplement so not very fun but definitely important also iodine i started taking iodine drops very helpful to uh, improve my thyroid function as well and then i took a few things to help with stress so herbs are like amazing for helping with this. Rhodiola is really good, ashwagandha, holy basil. And my favorite newfound at this time, supplement for me for my stress was medicinal mushrooms. And I'm not talking about psychedelics, that's a whole other story, Um, but medicinal mushrooms that you can utilize to improve almost anything. I'm telling you, they are so amazing. So chaga, lion's mane, and reishi were my three go-tos to help support stress management Improving my immune system, my like clearing my brain fog, all of these things to help with my focus. And they were a super, super nutrient. So, if you want to know more information about medicinal mushrooms, please feel free to reach out to me at any time because I love, love, love medicinal mushrooms. So, that was number five supplementing with these beautiful herbs and vitamins and minerals to help me just boost my stress response. Number six, I I ate foods that were really rich in all of the different nutrients as well. So really focusing, honing in on my nutrition. And this was a big thing for me too, because previously counting calories and dealing with macros, I didn't really take into consideration all the minerals and Other vitamins and things like that that were also super important, not just the proteins, the fats and the carbohydrates, but everything that food encompasses to make it a whole food source and provide your body with all of the things that it needs to function optimally. So a few key nutrients that really helped me in supporting the burnout and the stress and reversing my thyroid issues were EFAs. So essential fatty acids, especially omega-3s, really great for reducing inflammation and just supporting overall better brain health, gut health, also selenium and iodine are really really important for thyroid function so that was another one as well and i also made sure to cook my cruciferous vegetables before eating them this was another thing that came into play with my nutrition because cruciferous vegetables are a thing called goitrogens and when you have thyroid issues and you consume a lot of goitrogens it can create problems with the actual thyroid gland. It can make it swell, it's basically inflammatory. So we just want to make sure that you cook them before eating them and cruciferous vegetables are your things like broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, you know, asparagus, I guess can go in there too. So all these types of vegetables, You don't really want to be eating them raw. If you have any thyroid imbalances, make sure that you're cooking them. Just, you know, not too crisp, but um, just enough to break that down a little bit before you eat it. So that was another thing that was quite important. And just overall eating lots of fats and proteins and whole grains. So, you know, again, counting my macros, I was cutting my carbohydrates back so much and, this was not good because when we are stressed, we need B vitamins for sure. And B vitamins are found in whole grains like quinoa and rice and oats and um, a lot of these wonderful grains, when eaten in the appropriate amounts, right? (laughs) We need to eat some of them because they are going to help support our nervous system, our stress response and just help us with blood sugar balancing as well. And the proteins and the fats, just making sure that I was getting all of that in. Super, super important. So instead of avoiding carbohydrates, just picking ones that were whole grains that were going to provide me with the most nutrient density as opposed to ones that are higher in sugar. So that was number six, all those extra little nutrient-dense foods. and. Finally, number seven, this was a big part of helping me heal the burnout, and this is more directed to my thyroid function, but I actually supplemented with thyroid and adrenal glandulars, and what that is, is it's basically desiccated thyroid and adrenal glands. (laughs) So for you vegetarians out there, maybe this isn't your best thing to be supplementing with, but it is actual thyroid and adrenal gland taken from an animal, usually like bovine, and it really helps to support your thyroid hormone production. It works differently than utilizing actual like hormone replacement therapy because it doesn't just replace the hormone, but it helps your body learn how to produce the hormones and increase the production in a more efficient way. So your body's actually able to create them on its own so that you don't need the supplementation forever. It just, you know, kind of wakes your body up and says, hey, this is how we do this, remember? I was on those for not a full year because I do remember stopping them before it had been a full year. But it was a huge part in reversing my burnout, reversing my thyroid issues. And it was amazing and so like non-evasive. I just felt like it was just giving me the little lift that I needed without completely taking over everything. So that's the seven strategies I used. Like, it was the Bible. Like, this was what I did, non-negotiables all day, every day. And I did this for three months, all of these. Some of them longer than that. But I told myself, like, let's do three months, and then we'll see where I'm at after that and honestly I'm telling you like after the first week I started to feel better it was incredible I was like how is this possible I'm not even moving my body and it just kept getting better and better and better until six months in I think I had a feeling of holy crap I have more energy (laughs) and my period was going back to normal like i didn't have night sweats at this time i didn't feel a hundred percent like i recognized like i still think i could feel a little bit better but it was insane how much better i felt so i was ready at that point i had enough energy i felt enough like myself again that i could level up to the next level so after six months of doing this protocol i decided I'm going to do a general gut protocol because I knew how much my gut health influenced my brain health and my hormone balance and all of that as well. And I just knew I had so many gut issues in the past. I was like, let's let's just refresh. So during that time, I actually did like a kill off where I tried to rebalance Gut bacteria. I did a parasite cleanse and that took me another three months overall. So we're looking at about nine months of this whole protocol and it was absolutely incredible. And now I try to upkeep my gut health every or three years i mean i always try to upkeep my gut health but i will do like a very targeted gut protocol especially after i've been traveling and things like that like i'm probably due for one having been traveling for several months now so yeah it just was so great that i encompassed all of these different areas and that i could actually completely reverse my burnout and feel better than i think. I felt before all of this happened. And I'm saying, like, it was after healing my gut that I got married. I became a holistic nutritionist. I had two children. I am traveling the world. Like, all of these different things that I could have never done. I think I just, like, it just drives me crazy to think how exhausted I was at that point. And I didn't even have kids yet. Like, <laughs> There's no time to feel burnt out when you have kids. And so I resonate with all of you moms out there, especially who are dealing with these symptoms, who have kids, who are having trouble waking up in the morning. It's hard work. It is not easy. And I want you to know that you don't have to feel this way. Like there is a solution to all of this and it's possible. And my biggest takeaway from the whole process was that I needed to do exactly the opposite of what I thought. I needed to rest, I needed to take a break, and I needed to allow my body that time to recuperate. And now I see so many women who are experiencing the same thing in my practice, and because it's not like a terminal illness or a disease, quote unquote, it's not easy to diagnose burnout because it could just, you know, it's relative to people, but. There are tests that you can do to actually see which hormones are firing and which ones are not the way they need to be. So, you know, it just often goes untreated or not treated (laughs) at all in the most effective way and efficient way possible. So if you can take anything from this, I don't want you to settle for feeling mediocre. If you aren't feeling amazing, look deeper ask questions, find a healthcare practitioner that you trust to talk about it. Just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. That's one of my favorite quotes. It's like, just because it's common and a lot of people experience it doesn't mean that it's normal and that we should be experiencing it. It's not how it's supposed to be. So I noticed I did not want to live with night sweats. I did not want to live with digestive upset. I did not want to live the way I was living for the rest of my life. And I didn't want to be exhausted all the time. So I refused to settle. And you do not have to settle either. I don't want you to settle. I actually want you to live into your highest wellness potential because so many of us are walking around like justifying or minimizing our exhaustion and our brain fog. And we're we're just like zombies. right? And I want us to come out on the other side, clear and energized. That is like my mission in this world, because it's one thousand percent possible to reverse burnout. And if you are interested in learning anything more about this, or if you really resonate with this, I would love to chat about how I can potentially support you in doing so, like helping you improve your stress response or point you in the direction of someone who can help you as well. So book a complimentary discovery call. The link is in the show notes if you want to chat more about it. I just want to be someone that can you know, support you in the right direction because I needed that help at that time and I want to be that person for you. So if you found this information helpful or you think someone else might, please, please share, review, follow, all the things. It really just helps me get my message out to more individuals that are in the same situation or feeling stuck with their health. So please share. And I'm just so grateful for you. And I appreciate you taking the time from your day to be here and support my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, do not forget to love yourself today and have yourself a beautiful day. Bye. One more thing. Would you like a free meditation to help heal your relationship with food? Yes. Then click the link in the show notes to access your instant download and get started in shifting your thought and belief patterns around food, eating, and self-worth by rewiring your subconscious programming. Listen to this meditation every day for 21 days, and you will be well on your way to food freedom.